Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Marty Griffin, and you are listening to the Golf Strategy School podcast, the only podcast that's dedicated for people trying to still get over that milestone score of breaking 90. Or, as we talked about last week, this next series of episodes are going to be talking about how to break 80. And in that last episode last week, we touched on the four fundamental cornerstones of what it takes to break 80. Those cornerstones, again, are your putting in short game, your ability to control your distance with a smooth, good tempo to your swing, your ability to play under pressure, and having a mental game that allows you to be committed to each and every shot. Now, today we're going to dive a little bit deeper on that first cornerstone, which is putting and short game. Let's get to it. All right, so you've been working on breaking 80. You get down close, you're shooting 83, 82, 81, and you just can't quite cross that threshold into the 70s. Well, the reason that we look at putting and short game first is because, especially if you're really, really knocking on the door, this can get you over that hurdle in a hurry. Now, we want to be proficient in the specific sequence here. And I go more into this in the Breaking 80 Blueprint, but basically my teaching philosophy is to kind of knock down and just really nail those fundamentals first and then progress a little bit outside that and a little bit outside that, and you just keep on building. So that's why when we talk about the Breaking 90 Blueprint, it's about making more consistent contact because if you're having a hard time breaking 90, Chances are you're chunking some shots, you're thinning some shots, and you don't have, you know, you're probably not hitting more than 60 to maybe 70% of your shots solidly up and off the ground. So that's why in that course, we talk about how to actually make good solid contact. When we look at breaking 80, if you're shooting in the low to mid 80s, you already have good solid contact the drastic majority of the time. But what we want to do now is we want to learn how to play the game a little bit better. And the way that we do that is we start as close as we can to the hole. We build proficiencies there. And then we expand outwards. So when we talk about what goes on in the Breaking 80 Blueprint and what this kind of cornerstone fundamental part of Breaking 80 is with your putting and short game, we look at putting first because we want to get really good around the hole. 
we're good from you know four, five, six feet. We're making those putts the majority of the time. Then we can extend out and we can start to get proficient at longer distances. And the reason why we want to get proficient at our short distances first is because now when we have a 30 or 40 foot putt, let's say you're playing and you just barely crawl onto the green on a par five in two. Obviously our blood's going to be pumping. We want to, we want to convert that Eagle if at all possible. But in reality, if we've got anything more than, and I forget what the percentages are, but if we have more than about like a 15 or a 20 foot putt, it's basically like, you know, trying to pull a a number out of the lottery to win that putt. That's why we want to get really good at at least converting that for a birdie, you know, a two putt. So if we feel really comfortable in our four to six foot range, then we want to go out and we want to practice our longer distances because if we know that we're solid from four to six feet, it's going to take a lot of pressure off of us from 25, 30, 40 feet. So now if we have that 30 or 40 foot putt, it's not a big scary thing anymore because we know that if we can leg it to that, you know, four ish, five ish, six ish foot range, we've got a really good chance and we're confident in that shot. And we know we've got a better chance at making it. So now all of a sudden we have less pressure, less tension on ourselves for this longer putt. And then we're going, once we get proficient at lag putting, we're going to bump it out again. And we're going to, we're going to look at all of those kind of bump and run chips all around the green. And we're going to get proficient at those because, Hey, we know that, if we're chipping and we can get it, you know, to that four five, six foot range again, we're solid. So we don't have as much consternation over these chips with our pitches. So again, let's say, you know, we're playing a par five, we hit a good drive, but really we've got an unrealistic distance to try to make it there. So we just hit the best shot we can and we're, you know, 40, 50, 60 yards, like one of those weird in-between distances that you just don't quite have a handle on yet. You have to be proficient at your green side chips and your longer leg putting because if we if we can kind of stack our success, if we can layer our success from making the good four, five, six foot putts being able to lag it from 20, 30, 40 feet, and we keep building our confidence and building our successes here, when we run into those awkward distance chips, again, we don't have as much pressure on ourselves. And so when we try to execute those, because there's less pressure, we have a better chance of succeeding at the shot. And this is actually our process all the way back to the tee box. You just keep doing it. You know, you get proficient at those less than 100-yard chip shots. Then you get into your full swing irons. And you know what? Because you've gotten proficient at your greenside chips, we have less pressure on ourselves with our full swing irons because we know that if we do miss the green, we can get up and down. And this process stacks all the way back to the tee box. If we're hitting our irons well, then we know that we're going to have less pressure on our tee shots because 
everything's working well in that in between distance in that, you know, kind of probably nine iron to six iron range. If you've got those clubs working really well, you don't have to stress yourself as much on your drive. You don't have to kill it. And now we're swinging smoother, easier, making better contact, finding more fairways, converting more greens and regulation, making more pars. So it really kind of turns into a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy when we talk about how we layer our success from the cup all the way back to the tee box. But it's through that process that really allows us to play our most consistent and confident golf. Now, when we're talking about short games specifically, you know that it's the least fun thing to practice. You know, I, at least for me, it was always the least fun thing to practice. You know, you're just, you got a handful of golf balls that you're just off the green with and you chip, 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 and you go up and you just kind of, you just kind of just daydream through the practice. And that's really the problem is people aren't putting, putting any kind of intent or focus or most importantly structure behind those practices. And that's why they're kind of wasting their time. You know, if you think about it, if you're, if you're into exercising and you lift weights, let's say when you're doing your bicep curls, your normal curl weight is 50 pounds. So you've got 25 pounds in each hand and you do your curls and you feel a good workout there. If you accidentally pick up a 2.5 pound weight instead of a 25 pound weight with each hand, you're not going to get anything out of it. Like, yes, your muscles moved. Yes, they did burn a little bit of calories, but you didn't do anywhere near the good for your body by lifting two and a half pounds compared to your normal 25 pounds, yet you exercised for the same amount of time. It's the same process with our putting, with our short game, and making sure that we can kind of get in, get focused, and put ourselves in these situations where we have difficult shots for these short game practices is going to make us that much more proficient at converting out on the actual golf course. So when it comes down to like what we're doing in that short game practice realm and why it's such a cornerstone of breaking 80, we've really got to be more focused and more proficient with our time and I think it really goes without saying why it's such a cornerstone. Everybody, everybody has to putt or chip throughout their round of golf. And those are the shots that you have most common. You know, if we look at all of our shots, including tap-ins, we're probably looking at, you know, upwards of 60 to 70% of them happening inside of 100 yards. So it would make sense that we need to put a fair amount of emphasis on the practice that happens within that range. So yeah, that means you probably need to spend less time on the driving range if you're trying to break 80 and more time on and around the greens. So that is our first cornerstone. I'm going to be going through a cornerstone each week. And if you are interested in joining our breaking 80 blueprint, I'm putting together everything right now. I've got a bunch of short game lessons in there right now. You can just go to golfstrategyacademy.com slash breaking 80, and you can see more information there. You can sign up. And right now until the end of September, we're actually doing 
a kind of a pre-registration where you can get access to both the Breaking 90 and the Breaking 80 Blueprint and my Golf Strategy community where you get to ask me questions directly for just $19 a month. Or if you want to sign up for an annual plan, you can get it for two months free, $190 for the year. And so if you want to make that commitment to your game, all you got to do is go to golfstrategyacademy.com slash breaking 80. And you can see all of our pricing options there, as well as some more information about what all is in the course. So I look forward to seeing you in the breaking 80 blueprint. And as always, I will catch you in the short grass. Cheers. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of golf strategy school. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers, your age, head over to par for success.com slash Griffin. And you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers, your age based off of the this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.